So we'll do Canto 8, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chapter 1. This is called the Manu's Administrators of the Universe. King Parikshit said, O my Lord, my spiritual master, now I have fully heard from your grace about the dynasty of Swayambhu Manu. But there are also other Manus and I want to hear about their dynasties. Kindly describe them to us. O learned Brahmana, Sukhdev Goswami, the great learned person who was completely intelligent, described the activities and appearance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead during the various Manavantaras. We are very eager to hear about these narrations. Kindly describe them. O learned Brahmana, kindly describe to us whatever activities the Supreme Personality of Godhead who created the small cosmic manifestation has performed in the past Manavantaras, is, per- is performing at present and will perform in the future Manavantaras. Sukhdev Goswami said, in the present Kalpa, there have already been six Manus. I have described to you Swayambhu Manu and the appearance of many demigods. In this Kalpa of Brahma, Swayambhu, Swayambhu is the first Manu. Swayambhu, Swayambhu Manu has two daughters named Akuti and Devahuti. We are going back to the same story once again, wherever we started. So we are going to Swayambhu Manu and he has got two daughters. From their wombs, the Supreme Personality of Godhead appeared as two sons named as Yajnamurti and Kapila. The sons were interested with preaching about religion and knowledge. O best of the Kurus, I have already described in the third canto, the activities of Kapila, the son of Devahuti. Now I shall describe the activities of Yagnapati, the son of Akuti. Uh, see, in the previous uh, one of the chapters, we had already done how Kapila Muni is teaching his own mother. He becomes the first Guru. Actually, he is the first uh, Krishna avatar, but he is not a major avatar because his particular domain finishes after teaching his mother. Alright. So now we are going to do about the second son of theirs, which is Yagnapati. Swayambhu Manu, the son of Satrupa was by nature not at all attached to enjoyments of the senses. Thus he gave up his kingdom of sense enjoyments and entered the forest with his wife to practice austerities. A scion of Bharata, after Swayambhu Manu had thus entered the forest with his wife, he stood on one leg in the bank of river Sunanda and in this way with one leg touching the earth, he performed great austerities for 100 years. While performing these austerities, he spoke as follows. Lord Manu said, The Supreme Living Being has created this material world of animation. It is not that He has created by this material world. When everything is silent, the Supreme Being stays awake as a witness. The living entity does not know Him, but He knows everything. Within the universe, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the Super Soul. In His Super Soul, features is present everywhere. Wherever there are animate and inanimate beings, therefore, one should accept only that which is allotted to him. One should not desire to infringe upon the property of others. So I shall give an explanation for the last two verses. In this particular verse he says, The uh, Swayambhu Manu is the person who basically has now gone to the jungles and now he is taking the austerities. So when he is doing the austerities, what, what happens is, he is talking about the Divine Lord. How is the Divine Lord? The Divine Lord is in various ways described over here. The first he describes it is, first and foremost, the Lord is not created by any human beings or by any individual. 
So you have to understand that the Supreme Divine Consciousness or Krishna is not a created being. He existed even before anything had happened. Second, what he says, the Supreme Being stays awake as a witness. He is always a witness. A witness is a non-interfering witness. See what happens is, let us say it is, the witness state is described like this. You know, you are having a dream. Alright? Now in the dream you are getting some idea about certain creatures or certain things. Now can you enter your own dream and fight those creatures? You are just watching them. Are you not just watching them? So this is called the witness state. You can just watch. You can just go through the process. But you cannot do anything. In the same way, Krishna is there in as a witness in this material world. He watches everything happening. Now you will ask me why is that so? Now you see there are so many cases of rape and this and that happening in this world. Okay? And everybody thinks that you know the Lord will come like he gave that sari to Draupadi and he will come and he will save me. You know that? Everybody thinks like that. In our material world, you know, hey Bhagwan, aake mujhe bacha lo. I'm sorry, no, Bhagwan comes at that time. Okay. On the contrary, four more villains will come over there. That's what happened to that lady, no. So there is nothing like that happening. The state which the Lord is present in at that point in time is called a witness state. He is only witnessing it. He doesn't take part in it because if he takes part in it, it will become karmic. Think about it. Somebody is dying and you are trying to save that person. Okay. There is somebody lying on the road and you are going to give him a glass of water. And you are holding him like this and you are giving him a glass of water and that fellow pops off in your hand. (laughs) Sir, you are a part of his karma then. In some life of yours, you will have to meet this same fellow. And you will be dying like that in his hand and he will be giving you water. What? So now you think why that state is like that. The state is very very funny, you know. So if God was involving in the action, just imagine God comes and stands next to him and from his hand something comes down like that comes and he is saved and everything becomes well and good. It doesn't work like that. See, in today's day and age, these kind of things don't work. Even in olden times also it was not there. We all think that it was there like that. Okay? There's nothing like that. We believe, we want to believe something like that happens. Right? But, there is always a state which is described in the later half, I will explain to you. First, let us get over this witness state. Witness state is a very funny state. You are not allowed to touch anything. You are not allowed to interfere. To be the Lord, you have to allow the things to go down. You have to allow the things to happen. If somebody is copying in his examination, the Lord cannot come and put his hand over there and don't copy. He is not going to say that. You saw that yesterday's picture, no? All the building, everybody is climbing on top of that and all the parents are passing on their answer paper. Hmm. And the girls are also copying, the boys are also copying. 2000 students were copying at one time. So, this kind of state is there and at that point in time you will say, Hey Bhagwan, kya kar rahe ho? Kaisa, you know, problem is there. Nothing like that is going to happen. No Bhagwan is going to come over there. He is only watching. Remember that movie? 
I'm watching you. Bus. That's all he does. Beyond that, he won't do anything. Because everything is under the domain of karma. You will have to go through the same thing in the reverse order. Correct? So that is the reason why it is the most important thing. Those who are on the spiritual path do not get involved in anything. So suppose there is some problem which is happening in the political scene. The spiritual people don't interfere. Ramakrishna Paramahansa never went to fight for Indian army with the Britishers. So, sorry, he never did that. Neither did uh, Ramana Maharshi say, you know, one day Mataram. He never said those things. He, they are not at all interfering in this material domain. It is a common man who gets involved. And if there are certain, you know, spiritual leaders who are going and getting involved in all these nonsensical stuff, no? Political scenes, giving speeches and lectures. Those are not spiritual in nature for by any length. They have to be witness only. They cannot get involved in any of these actions. Got it? Within this universe, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is His Super Soul. Features is present everywhere. Wherever there is animate and inanimate beings. Yesterday we did one small story. He is there as animate being and an inanimate being. Animate being means what? Let us say he is also there as the Haran. You know when Sita Haran was happening, he was also there as a Haran. Correct? Was he not involved in getting his own wife captured? Yes. So there, you got it. So as an animate also, he is there as an inanimate also. Inanimate it is in the form of an arrow which killed Krishna. That is also him only. Got it? Therefore one should accept only that which is allotted to him. Why are we uh, always talking? You should not get involved in any other person's actions. Only that which comes to you naturally in the natural course of life. You should accept it. Therefore one should accept only that which is allotted to him. One should not desire to infringe upon property of others. So never get involved in somebody else's property. That means what? Don't bother about other people. Okay, no need of finding out. Okay, That fellow is eating puliyagare. I am not interested in eating puliyagare. Somebody has given me curd rice, I should eat curd rice. Otherwise in, in office, you know, what is it? 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 So that is how it is. No. You have to be only like that. But basically, that is for the spiritual person. So, although the Supreme Personality of Godhead constantly watches the activities of the world, no one sees him. However, one should not think that because no one sees him, he does not see. For his power to see is never diminished. Therefore, everyone should worship the Super Soul, who always stays in the individual soul as a friend. So you have to understand, every time people think, you know, God is not looking, at that time I will go and copy. Okay? You know how people do their uh, robbery and all, you know. If there is a murti of God, they will put one uh, cover on top of him and then they will take the stuff. Sir, like that, (laughs) you think that God is inside that murti, no. He is everywhere. He is watching you, I am only watching it. I told you, you know. He is only watching as a super soul. As a super soul, he doesn't get involved in the activity. Remember this, he's the only way in which he stops you. 
Uh, this is very very important. Remember this. The only way in which he can actually tell you, as as a friend, he will tell you quietly as the inner voice. The first voice. Uh, remember, we have always discussed this. The first voice that comes comes from the domain of the divine, and it is not a contaminated one. It is not a thought out voice. It is called the first thought. You are not, you know, cogitated on it. It is coming just like that. When it is coming just like that, it tells you, "Don't copy. Don't do this." Or it is telling you, "Don't get involved in that action." Okay, and that is the reason why he is called the friend. So in you, he is as a friend. He will just guide you, and he will say, "Don't get involved in all these things. Don't bother about it." don't take this you know robbery is happening when there is riots going on in a place and the whole city is shut down people are going to rob some stores one fellow robs the second fellow also takes the third fellow also takes the fourth fellow also takes or let us say we are in school you know in school what uh, they will go and they will talk to that dealer you know eh ek ek chocolate dena and that fellow will turn round to take out the chocolate and these people have opened the dabba and one fellow is taken another fellow is taking third fellow is taking fourth fellow is taking and everybody is taking and this fellow by the time he is giving one chocolate already 10 boys have taken the 10 chocolates and disappeared from there this is how things happen so what do we do we are supposed to not follow that at that point in time the divine lord in us tells us you are not supposed to do that don't do that we are supposed to listen to that voice but you know we like to talk so loudly that we always want to tell the voice shut up don't talk too much it's okay it's only one no what difference will it take what difference will it make if i have only one right as is also the thing you know like you are, you are gone for a party and the party everybody is drinking you are the only one uh, you know satyavan over there and everybody is saying you know no no you can have little man little it's only coca cola nothing no difference will happen only little coke you don't have to drink hard liquor it's only coke and little only you are laughing ha huh? that's what happened so what the fellow will pour little little only sir that little is also not allowed the voice inside will tell you that little is also you, you know you are afraid of your father and mother and people around you but you should be afraid of the voice the voice is always going to tell you don't do this so that is what is the most important so that he always stays with us as the super soul as an individual soul as a friend is there as a friend so remember this listen to that voice don't get involved in the action You should, you know, you should never provoke another person. That is very, very important. Never provoke another person. That is also very important. The supreme personality of Godhead has no beginning, no end, and no middle. Nor does he belong to the particular person or nation. He has no inside or outside. The duality is found within this material world, such as beginning and end, mind and theirs are all absent from the personality of the supreme Lord. The universe which emanates from him is another feature of the Lord. Therefore, the supreme Lord is the ultimate truth, and He is complete in His greatness. He has no beginning and no end. So you cannot say that, oh, He was born in the year, 
1947 and now he will be dead in 19 where well, 2007 nothing like that is going to happen okay the body is born body is not coming under the domain of the lord the body comes under a different domain which is called the domain of prakriti prakriti is the creative energy she is always there the prakriti is a different domain don't mix up the two nor does he belong to a particular person if particular person says he belongs to me that is wrong so suppose a hindu says krishna only is hindu that is wrong and you cannot say jesus is only catholic no jesus is everybody's krishna is everybody's he doesn't have partiality he never says you know that you should follow my religion not follow the other and nothing like that you should follow everything that you want you want to follow you follow don't want to follow don't follow it is okay because he is not there in any religion also by the way so he does not belong to a particular person or nation so you cannot say you know pakistan belongs to allah and india belongs to krishna vaisa not allowed you cannot say that everything belongs to allah and everything belongs to krishna or nothing belongs to he has no outside or inside so you cannot say you know he is inside of you like you can say you know, god is inside of me but not inside of you so there is a there is a villain person over there you know like a big butchard villain in south indian films you have as a hero may god hai villain mein god nahi hai aisa kuch nahi hai allah rajnikanth mein bhi god hai aur uska villain mein ho kya uska naam hai uh, that famous villain from uh, i forgotten his name hmm. yeah yeah prakash raj yes, you can't say prakash raj mein krishna nahi hai sir usme bhi krishna utna hi hai jitna rajnikanth sir mein bolo dono isme same hai okay so did you understand so there is no partiality there he is in equal quantities in everybody or he is in nobody only so there is the dualities formed within the material world such as beginning and end mine and theirs are all absent in the supreme lord the dualities that are there good looking bad looking he is not good neither bad also he is not fair not dark also hmm? so if you say na blue color god So we'll have to wonder what blue color god is gone to some Asian paint factory or what? No, <laughs> he's not gone anywhere. His blue means like the sky, Akash ka color. There is all fake. There is no color only in the sky. It is because of the sun's rays that you feel like some color is there. But otherwise, there is no color in the sky. He is colorless. He is no color only. Again, he is neither mine nor theirs. no these are called dualities in nature dichotomy you have no this is he is like this or he is like that nothing he is neither this nor that so if you say na god is good sir i will show you bad god also if you want right he will ask for your sacrifice nice chicken tandoori from you yeah that also he will allow so <laughs> don't bother about he is neither this nor that he is not good nor bad also so don't don't put any qualities or attributes on him okay then the universe which emanates from him is another feature of the lord the universe means the prakriti it is another feature feature it is separate than the lord it is another characteristic of the lord all right but it is perishable that is a 
perishable commodity though it is coming from that yet it is perishable now you will want to know what do you mean by that you are one only okay now mummy says eat this and you will say yes yes it's nice okay what jalla da roti or what what do you want to eat ah <laughs> uh, like today today's day is like uh, what you eat something very sweet all right and mummy says eat this it's very nice uh, for you and you eat it and you know it tastes katta katta so you will keep it aside mummy will ask oh mere hath ka tumko pasand nahi hai khana you are not even willing to tell her that it is not good okay what is happening over there is maybe the milk with that was used has got spoiled but you don't want to say so in that case don't you see that there is neither right nor wrong in that case i just close the door please so he is neither this nor that but the thing in the material world that is coming under the domain of prakriti it is always going to end there is always a beginning and there is always an end to it just remember this and it is one of the natures of the lord it is nothing to do with the lord one of the domains the entire cosmic manifestation in the body of the supreme personality of god it the absolute truth was millions of names and unlimited potencies he is self effulgent unborn and changeless he is the beginning of everything but he has no beginning because he has created that cosmic manifestation and his eternal energy the universe appears to be created maintained and annihilated by him nonetheless he remains inactive in his spiritual energy and is untouched by the activities of the material energy again another very strange verse over here the entire cosmic manifestation is the body of the supreme that means all that you see it's a body of the lord the absolute truth who is a millions of names and unlimited potencies how many name people are there in this world so many okay now there are thousands of birds there are millions of animals how many things are there I went to uh, the zoo and in the zoo they had written the names of you know animals over there okay this elephant is called by x name and that elephant is called by y name that elephant you know how many of these kind of elephants there might be you are identifying that fellow just because he is in front of you okay i think about it nobody knows how many are there so we go by different names the lord exists in different forms and in different names He has millions of names and unlimited potencies. He is self-effulgent, unborn, and changeless. He is the beginning of everything, but has no beginning. Everything is beginning from him, but he is not beginning from anything because he has created this cosmic manifestation by his external energy. It is not his internal energy. It is his external energy. External energy in the form of, in the form of. prakriti potency of the divine which is manifesting everything out of him see there is a purusha and the prakriti he is come in the form of purusha the purusha in turn splits into prakriti and the prakriti in turn creates this entire universe some of the first things that she got she created are brahma ji himself you know like all the lords that are there 
they got created all the deities they got created by prakriti so they are a form they come under the domain of prakriti whether it is brahma vishnu or mahesh all are created by prakriti alone so nonetheless he remains inactive in his spiritual energy and is untouched by the activities of the material energy so this is the verse which will tell you spiritual energy stays aloof he is not at all involved in it otherwise everybody will be spiritually qualified no including the ant no a spiritual energy is always covered it's always covered by a a very beautiful dense body and that body is the vision of maya it's covered by her you do not understand the lord is always covered by maya he appears like one yet he is not that and the material energy he is neither there nor here so he is not at all involved in both therefore they to enable people to reach the stage of activities that are not tinged by fruitive results great saints first engage people in fruitive activities for unless one begins by performing activities as recommended by the shastras one cannot reach the stage of liberation or activities that produce no reaction so everybody has come and asked me this question why do you allow people to go and get married now you understand the verse is telling you first you have to fall into the ditch then only you will understand so first you go into the ditch see if i ask you you are a vegetarian fellow and ask you what is the taste of a fish will you know illa so nobody will understand what is the taste of a fish if there are brahmanas but if you if you taste it then you will be able to tell so without tasting you won't know correct so it is always advised by the lord see understand the spiritual people are very smart cookies they will tell you very nicely don't do this but they will not stop you from doing they will allow you to do everything possible but they will give you one full funda about it see if you do this this is going to happen if you do that that is going to because they are basically only your inner voice okay as because they are the domain the spiritually realized beings are only the inner voice it's a lot talking through them that is why we say na ki sakshat para brahma tasmai shri guruve namaha is because of that it's only the inner voice he's never going to stop you he's going to tell you you want to go in the kadda you go but i have told you okay tomorrow anyway after you fall inside you can give me your hand i'll pick you out that's a different story <laughs> so you he will all for unless one begins by performing activities as recommended in the shastra one cannot reach the stage of liberation or activities that produce no reaction no reaction means no karma happening see first you have to know what karma is so you have to fall in that bracket of karma okay so suppose you are not married so you go to guruji and say guruji uh, what should i do you know i have joined spiritual do you think i should get married and guruji says to you okay you see in all my satsangs and all my uh, writings you have learned you know how a person falls down now you are ready for the show now go you want to get married go and you get married <laughs> and one year later you have a baby coming out <laughs> so you are further going into the ditch you know it is like first 
first at least you have become one peda okay after you mix peda and jalebi and everything put together you have become what rabdi <laughs> so after rabdi now you have to make him more pure so at that time the person comes after going through all the hell in their life then the person comes and says you know guruji i think i made a mistake you know i should have listened to you in the first place but i was telling you he is not going to say i told you so <laughs> that that inside the ego you know so he'll always say acha okay please come to me okay now we will start from where you know first we will take one white ink and we will rub it out ha rab ne bana di like that rabdi so we are going to remove the rabdi from there <laughs> so you start eliminating that so he shows you the way of getting out of this because first and foremost what he has to do he has to remove your tendencies you know tendencies tendencies are very funny like people like to well they are just sitting they are just falling asleep they are this called a tendency falling asleep telling lies you know like suppose you are coming late i was just outside the gate i was just outside the gate okay you are just outside the gate all right all right no problem that is a tendency the tendency removal is first thing it is just it's getting hidden it's you you please understand your tendencies are going to get used okay later on you cannot say that they are not going to get used you know how tendencies are the tendencies are like your old genes you understand old genes you think that you have you have grown out of them now i have put i was 34 size now i become 32 size okay you think that you have gone out of those genes sorry sir after some time you will put on more weight and then you will grow from 34 to 36 also you don't even know that so it means what you know or otherwise let us say from 32 you have gone down to 30 so you will say what to do with this 34 size jeans okay okay i will cut them and make them into something in the house or maybe make them short and i will use them in the house as shorts they are like that you have to use these tendencies later on tendencies can never be eliminated they will always be there suppose you have the tendency of telling lies you will find that you know after you come into spiritual and your guruji and he is done all that you know a surf surf excel se dhoke nikala after that you have become very nice and clean okay then you will say i now i don't tell lies ever you know i am just a very pure person i am god man after some time guruji himself will tell you ja 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 ke bol ke aaja after all you are qualified for it isn't it so this is to use think about it there is one beautiful song and krishna is asked one question and it is a very beautiful poetry hmm and in that krishna is asked this question did you eat makhan ha ah. and he says mai nahi makan khayo okay you know translate it it says i haven't eaten the makan and then mummy says you know you tell lies you see blah 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 yashoda maiya says and then he turns the words on mai nahi makan khayo means i only ate that makan you see it's a twist in the words he is very smart guy he says some words you can hear something but after 2 minutes he will tell you i said these other words it's not like that 
but it means that what is right at that point in time is to be used at that point in time. So, I am There are two separate words. The comma is different by the way, boss. The punctuation changes. And mainahi. So it's like that. So the same thing he uses in the war. You see, in the war it is important to tell these people that Ashwatthama is dead. Which Ashwatthama? He never tells you which Ashwatthama. He doesn't even tell that fellow, don't say anything. Just say Ashwatthama is dead. You are not telling lies. Ashwatthama. Ah, Ashwatthama is the name of an elephant. Whereas, who thinks? Huh? Dronacharya thinks his son is dead. <laughs> and he puts his arrows down. Boy and arrows down. At that time he is killed. So, it's like that. You know, you cannot... Those tendencies which are there, they are hidden. They are covered and they are hidden. Understand this always. So, Guru's job, you know what? He will first tell you to clean your tendencies. Okay? He will tell you, you are drinking. Not good. Don't drink. And later on he will tell you, see you know how things are, no? Hello, we will start one bar over here. You have the technology, no? So let us start one bar. So it's like that. It's, it, so the thing is, I'm just joking. It, understand what I'm trying to say. The tendencies just get hidden. The idea is because that tendency has been put in you for specific reason. You understand? The tendency has been put in you for specific reason. You just, the reasons are never told to you. But you are misusing them. So in the instead of misusing, use them. Don't misuse. That is the idea. Therefore, to enable people to reach the stage of activities that are not tinged by fruitive results, great saints first engage people in fruitive activities. First they will always engage people in fruitive activities. They will give, they will go for their wedding and tell them, Acha Acha, Aishamana Bhava. And in short, he is telling you, Acha Beta, Tu Ajana, Tene Line Pe Ajayega, Jaldi Se. Fear. So he does, for unless one begins to perform activities as recommended by the Shastras, one cannot reach the state of liberation. So you have to become first a Grahastha, and after that you can start your Vanaprastha. Hmm. Or activities that then he will teach you how to produce the activities which have no reaction. The same activities you will do. And the activities will have no sin attached to it. Because he teaches you how to get out of it. Hmm. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is full of opulence by his own gain. Yet he attracts as a creator, maintainer and annihilator in this material world. In acts as a in spite of acting in this way, he is never entangled. Hence, devotees who follow in his footsteps are also never entangled. See, from Krishna comes Brahmaji, Vishnu and Mahesh. All these are powers. Power. They are potencies. Everything comes from him. But he is not involved in their action also. Okay? He is like the HR manager. The HR manager will say, did I tell you to do that? You went and did it. Paila bola rega kar karke. Lekin wo alak style mein bola. See? Two months, 60 days. 
okay you don't want to listen 90 days <laughs> like that you know changes so it's like that so but he will still say i am not involved you know what i didn't do anything the md said he is you are supposed to give 90 days notice ha huh? like that hr manager is sitting here that's why i said <laughs> in spite of acting in this way he is never entangled the lord though he from him comes everything yet he is not entangled in anything he is completely detached hence devotees who follow his footstep are never entangled and those who follow krishna you remember na don ke sath jo hai oh तो जो डॉन के साथ है वो भी किसी में एंटेंगल नहीं होते सब गोड मंगल करके सब गांव का पानी पी के फिर भी किसी में एंटेंगल नहीं है ओके द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड एट कृष्णा वर्क्स जस्ट लाइक एन ऑर्डिनरी ह्यूमन बीइंग येट ही डज नॉट डिजायर टू एंजॉय द फ्रूट्स ऑफ वर्क इज फुल ऑफ नॉलेज फ्री फ्रॉम मटीरियल डिजायर एंड डाइवर्शन एंड कंप्लीटली इंडिपेंडेंट as a supreme teacher of supreme human society he teaches his own way of activities and thus he inaugurates the real path of religion i request everybody to follow him narada one of my greatest devotees is telling you this so you better listen to him cray carefully okay what he says krishna works in this world like a very ordinary human being you don't even know he is there he work like an ordinary fellow what he does he does not desire to enjoy the fruits he is not going to tell you you know okay you how much you owe me how much you owe me he is not at all interested he is nobody no don't want anything he is full of knowledge he is full of knowledge any any subject you say you go and ask him do you know this and he look at you as if you know he is some jungle from, from the jungle and he will say i don't know and later on he will give you one big lecture on the same subject एंड देन यू विल वंडर कि मैंने कौन सा बड़ा गलती किया इसको पूछ के फ्री फ्रॉम मटीरियल डिजायर्स एंड डाइवर्शंस देर आर नो मटीरियल डिजायर्स इन इज वर्ल्ड यू कैन गो एंड बाई हिम इसे कितने में आएगा फाइव लैक्स टेन लैक्स लाइक यू नो दिस माफिया कोल माफिया एंड ऑल दैट यू कैन कैच हिम ऑल्सो इन दैट यू कैन बाई हिम एंड कंप्लीटली इंडिपेंडेंट सो यू थिंक यू नो यू ऑलवेज शो यू इज डिपेंडेंट ऑन यू illa is completely independent as a supreme teacher of human society he teaches everybody in his own ways in a different manner he teaches his own activities own ways of activities he will teach you his own methods he will tell you all the kalakandis of this world how to do them and get out of that place also so and thus he inaugurates the real path of religion because it's a religious path it's a path which is going to liberate you that's a path of liberation hmm? i request everybody to follow him so you need to follow him sukhdev goswami continued swayambhu manu was thus in a trance chanting the mantra of vedic instructions known as the upanishads upon seeing him the rakshasas and the asuras being very hungry wanted to devour him therefore they ran after him with great speed so swayambhu manu remember he is standing on one foot okay and now he is talking about upanishads what is upanishad do you know is a teachings they are called vedanta is a anta anta means end 
end of the Vedas. You do, you know, you do the mining. From the mine you get big, big stones and from the stones you are going to further make them and it becomes a metal, right? That metal, basically it is the essence of the whole. And that essence is what is called Vedanta or what we say, the last thing which comes out, right? And that is called Upanishads, the teachings. And these Rakshasas, you know, all the wrong kind of people are watching him. And they are saying that we should go and catch him. And they run after him with great speed. The Supreme Lord Vishnu who sits in everybody's heart, appearing as Yajnapati, observed that the Rakshasas and demons were going to devour Swayambhu Manu. Thus the Lord accompanied by his son named the Yamas and all the other demigods killed the demons and the Rakshasas. He then took the post of Indra and began to rule the heavenly kingdoms. Who is this person? Swayambhu Manu, he has got another son, no? Yagnapati. We discussed about it in the first three lines. So Yagnapati, what he does? He sees that somebody is after Swayambhu Manu. So he takes a form and kills everybody. The people, those who are there with him, are called Yamas. Hmm? So these Yamas that are there, these are basically kind of a demigods. And when they die, they go to the heavens and they are also forming a coterie of their own called Yamadeva and his group. Okay? And then, because he took part, he becomes the first Indra over there in the heaven. Alright? The son of Agni, named Swarochisa, became the second Manu. His several sons were headed by Dhyumat, Susena and Rochismat. During the reign of Swarochisa, the post of Indra was assumed by Rochana, the son of Yagya. Tusita is the other, became the principal demigod and Urja, Stamba and other became the seven saints. All of them were faithful devotees of the Lord. Now this is going on. Vedashira was a very celebrated Rishi. From the womb of his wife, whose name was Tusita, came the avatar named Vibhu. See, we have already done this once. So this is just a repetition of what we have done. Vibhu remained as Brahmachari and never married throughout his life. From him, 88,000 other saintly persons took lessons on self-control, austerity and similar behavior. He became a sage. O King, the third Manu Uttama, was the son of King Priyavrata. Among the sons of this Manu was Pavana, Sanjay, and Yagnyahotra. During the reign of third Manu, Pramada and the other sons of Vashishta became the seven sages. The Satyas, Vedashrutas and the Badras became demigods and Satyajit was selected to be the Indra, the king of heaven. In the Manavantara, the Supreme Personality of Godhead appeared in the womb of Sunrata, who was the wife of Dharma, the demigod in charge of religion. The Lord was celebrated as Satyasena and he appeared with other demigods known as Satyavratas. Satyasena along with his friend Satyajit was the king of the heaven. Indra killed all the untruthful empires and misbehaved yakshas, rakshasas and ghostly living entities who gave pain to the other living beings. The brother of the third Manu Uttama was celebrated by the name Tamasa and he became the fourth Manu. Tamasa had ten sons headed by Prithu, Khyati, Nara and Ketu. During the reign of Tamasa Manu, among the demigods were the Satyakas, Haris and Viras. The heavenly kings, Indra, was Trishika. 
The sages of Saptarishi Dhamma was headed by Jyotir Dhamma. O king in the Tamasa Manavantara, the son of Vidhriti, who were known as Vidyar, Vidyartis, also became demigods. Since in course of this time the Vedic authorities was lost, these demigods by their own powers protected the Vedic authority, the Vidyarthi. Also in this Manavantara, the Supreme Lord Vishnu took birth from the womb of Harini, the son of Harimeda and the wife of Harimeda and he was known as Hari. Hari saved his devotee Gajendra, the king of the elephants from the mouth of the crocodile. So these are in short, you know, all the stories. King Parikshit said, Lord, my Lord Badriani, we wish to hear from you in detail the king of the elephants when attacked by a crocodile was delivered by Hari. So now we may come across a story. Any literature or narration in which the Supreme Personality of Godhead Uttam Sloka is described and glorified in certain great, pure, religious and glorious and auspicious is all good. Sri Swata Goswami said, O Brahmanas, when Parikshit Maharaj was awaiting independent, impending death, thus requested Sukhdev Goswami to speak, Sukhdev Goswami, encouraged by the king's words, offered respect to the king and spoke with great pleasure to the assembly of sage who desired to hear him. So, in the next, we are going to do the story of Gajendra, that is the elephant, and how the Lord comes in the form of Hari and saves him. So we have come to the end of the chapter. So now you have seen, you know, what are the different qualities of God. What does He do? In the form of Manu, there are so many Manus we have read. We have heard that there are different kinds of Manus, they are doing different, different kind of activities. What are these kind of activities? So we will be going through this now. This is just the 8th canto. There are many more to come. So we are going to do the stories one by one. So now tomorrow we will do the story of Gajendra. Gajendra is called the king of elephants. elephants. Huh? And we also celebrate a birthday of the elephant in the form of Ganesha. That's the head of the elephant, you know. Right? Yes. So we celebrate the greatness of this Great animal also. Gajamukha, as we call him, no? So, like that. So, we will stop over here. If you have any questions, you can ask me.